Okay, for all those who recently arrived from Mars or Venus or some other planet, and if you've not yet watched Pathan, please go watch Pathan and then come and listen to this podcast. This has got a lot of spoilers, so I'll give you a fair warning right out at the start. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Ionisms, a podcast about society, art, entertainment, culture, sports, pets, a little bit of geopolitics, and of course, movies. And in today's episode, I'm going to dive into the Pathan paradox. So you might think, what is the Pathan paradox? Well, on one hand, you have a blockbuster for the year, which has broken all records in the Hindi film industry, aka Bollywood crores of crores of rupees and in Indian metric system or box office metric system if you will a movie is considered great when it hits the jackpot at the box office people are continuously even the fans forget the trade analysts and financial reporters or whatever the regular typical fans associate the greatness of a movie by the box office footfalls it has or the numbers so they eagerly wait to see how many crores the movie has earned is it a 500 crore movie is it a 300 crore movie? is it the fastest 200 crore movie seems to be the narrative for most people and you're like what and therein lies the paradox uh, my friends what has got the earnings of a movie got to do with the quality of the movie now yes there is strictly speaking there is a correlation isn't it i mean if more p- people watch it then at, at a simplistic level more people like it so if more people like it then it has to be a good movie is it not so that's a simplistic understanding of it and so therefore if a larger set of audience likes it it earns that much more crores and therefore it is a blockbuster hit and therefore people think it's a great movie but if you ask cinephiles they will tell you that the quality of the movie is very different from how much money it generates in the box office. So let's address the elephant in the room, shall we? You know, art is very difficult to define, specifically tangibly, because someone's chicken is going to be somebody's burger. What you like very much and flip over and do the hula hoops, somebody else is going to say, this guy is gone cuckoo. And so it's very difficult to say what is a good movie or not. But let's hazard that guess, if you will, extend that conversation from a cinematic merit standpoint. What constitutes good cinema? So in my view, here are the three or four parameters, which I think if they are present in a movie, then that typically would be a good movie. And it kind of touches upon all the disciplines of the entire movie making experience. So talk about direction, talk about editing, talk about music, sound design, uh, acting, and of course, the overall rewatchability of the movie. So there is some technical aspects and some personal aspects. So one little bit of fuzzy logic and the other probably can be measured on technical merits, if you will. So when you plot it against uh, the movie Pathan and see on which counts this really you know, blows your mind away, you kind of feel a bit let down that, you know, none of it doesn't have great artistic VFX that you've never seen before. There are no set pieces which are unprecedented. There are, there is no imagination that has come to the screen that you are like, wow, 
what a mind blowing experience so is was there an acting sequence which had some exemplary heart touching kind of moments probably not and so one wonders then if all of these factors don't count then what does charisma 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 instead of entertainment 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 for those who have seen the picture know the reference to context if you haven't seen it to go watch it but the point is this if srk's charisma is the only reason why people just loved it given the fact that he's had a four year break prior to this does that is there a subtext to that does it mean that people had had a srk fatigue you know with fan with zero with so many back to back movies people were just getting jaded is that the reason that oh my god four years was a nice good healthy fresh break now with the ad, with this break we feel re-energized to watch a an srk movie is that the reason why pathan went on to become such a big blockbuster or was what is it that really appealed because as i mentioned in the previous segment from a technical merit standpoint it, nothing was very original it was it seemed like a mission impossible uh, slash war slash, that also had mission impossible hangovers all mishmashed into uh, this uh, yrf spy wars and so the formula seems to be very uh, predictable and one and the same thing so you have a typical larger than life character you have nationalism heavy dose of nationalism thrown in get a remix song from yesteryears and you know hit kavali number and remix like a ala buddha bar kind of a remix uh, you know down tempo trance kind of a beat to it and then you have a european locale where people go have skimpily clad and have a nice you know eye candy moments have six pack abs for people to ogle yes the person is still in, in the, given the fact that 60% of the country is below the age of 30 and mr khan is uh, reaching close to 60 and hate to disappoint you guys but that's not me that's the reality right and the fact that people still uh, love him and uh, adore him is, is credit to him make no mistake right that that's the power of the star if you will quote and quote and so one and i just go back to the cinematic angle to the story and the question is and i know some of you will say look in india do not watch the movie for its cinematic artistic nuance you watch it for the entertainment value that it brings so did it have any great memorable dialogues uh 50 50 right i mean there were some here and there did it have any great aha moments i don't think so and so despite not having such highlights how then does it become such a blockbuster hit and that is the pathan paradox in in my limited view disclaimer here and not just a disclaimer it's more like a shout out in the sense please do not think that i do not like sharukh khan please do not think that i don't respect him as a uh, actor or in fact my contra point of view or converse point of view is some of the best work that mr sharukh khan has done have been in those movies where he has abandoned the quote unquote persona of sharukh khan cinematically speaking and you know the movies that i'm talking about swades chakte india and uh, even uh, dear zindagi or to an extent my name is khan one often wonders 
the, I mean, the stars will say, or Mr. Khan and his team will say, well, if the audience wants to see me in this eight pack abs, unreal <laughs> physique doing some random spy thriller, then and they love it and they shower all the love and it keeps those number guys happy. Now, why shouldn't I by doing this, right? I have the opportunity, I have the privilege of appealing to a larger section of the audience, not just in India, but globally, who don't want this, you know, dark background, breathing slow and whispering dialogues, you know, a la typical uber realism that Hollywood has in some of its uber realistic movies. Well, credit to them and good luck to them. But that's not what we want to be. Yet while saying that, we actually get inspired by some of the Bollywood, oh sorry, Hollywood uh, masala entertainers, uh, as in Hollywood pot boilers. Think of Matrix, think of, um, you know, the hero landing for after every jump, you know, that has completely changed. There was once the, the time when Mr. Bachchan, uh, Bachchan's jump was like the iconic jump jump as in jumping from one place to the other. Mr. Bachchan had a style even in that. And so it was iconic. It was iconic in the way that he tied his shirt. The reason I respected that is because it was original. I hadn't seen too many movies do that specifically. And I'm sure if you look into you know, thousands and thousands of movies that have been generated, there might have been a few, but nothing as iconic as Mr. Bachchan did. And so but what we see today, you take the YRF Spyverse as they are calling it. It's basically a takeoff on the Marvel Universe, right? And yes, you're calling it a Spyverse. Fair, Brahmastra tried to do the, the Astroverse again. So why would you think about it like 10 years ago? Did it not occur to you? Well, so one can't say that you want to be completely independent and you are unique to your culture and you have a song and dance sequence, you are a masala entertainer. So be that. Then don't be like look like a wannabe Hollywood movie. In fact, it begins with not addressing yourself as Bollywood, isn't it? But so, and there lies the hypocrisy and there lies the paradox of it all, isn't it? My problem, not problem, my point is that if you want to stay original to this is the way we are, kind of a mindset, then be, be unapologetic about it, be original about it, be rooted about it. No problems with that. The trouble starts when you say that, yet you copy foreign films or try to be like them. Clearly, we don't have a $200 million budget. So the VFX or the authenticity of VFX will not be. And so are you assuming, therefore, that the audience will take in whatever is laid out on the table? As it turns out in the case of Pathan, the answer is yes. In, in fact, if you even go back to say the Bahubali franchise, arguably a much better storyline than even RRR controversial, unpopular opinion there. But I, I do feel Bahubali had a much stronger plot line, storyline, intriguing one. But even in there, if you notice uh, towards the climax, I think they probably ran out of budget. It, it became very tacky. The starting uh, VFX were quite authentic, quite good, quite real. But towards the end, kind of uh, it drops unless they're getting it done by multiple agencies who cannot maintain the same consistency of uh, VFX. That could be the reason. Likewise with Pathan, right? I mean, you're wondering what is it that you can do original? People want to see some, I mean, again, it's so difficult to even say that people want to see because you have the whole country talking about Pathan and I'm not getting into the boycott 
story and all that stuff from that standpoint it's a great answer to them right boycotts don't work and so let's not even give it any more footage than it probably doesn't deserve any at all but that apart the point is if you are t- going to appreciate a good cinematic experience does it necessarily have to appeal to the cinephiles as well as the mass audience or one is independent of the other let's find out the question i struggle to answer and i'm asking all of you listeners out there do you need to lower your bar to appreciate a mass entertainer like hey this is a masala movie i've heard my friends say that to me hey don't get into, don't intellectualize this movie okay so my my retort to them is do you need to lower the bar to enjoy the star do you really need to do that or what is wrong in expecting that our favorite star delivers a high quality movie which is also entertaining and also makes money or are we saying that that is not possible we can't do it we don't want to do it or we just don't have enough talent vision conviction to do it my sense is we lack the conviction when i say we i mean the set of people who are privileged to work with such big production houses like dharma and yrf they rely on the safe bet they rely on formulaic approaches which have worked in the past mishmash represent package old wine in a new bottle throw in some you know additional eye candy and voila the movie works the studio keeps running and purely from a business standpoint one would argue what's wrong with that and as mr johar has explained very eloquently in many interviews that it's because of these masala entertainers the studios get money to make a realistic movie you know or experiment with non masala mainstream entertainers so that is where it is justified i don't know how much of that is true i'm not from the industry inside but my sense is we as audiences need to raise our bar we need to raise the bar of expectations that hey we are going to brave traffic we are going to brave our monies we are going to pay 400 bucks for a packet of freaking popcorn and 300 bucks for a ticket and then go and watch a movie we need something which we have not seen before we need something original yes it can be completely rooted in indian culture which is which is what the ideal situation should be don't cheat us with remixed mishmash hishash fish fash of you know everything now once i heard in some reviewers say well all art is inspired by other art you know there isn't a we have reached such a level of artistic saturation that it is incredibly difficult to say this is so original that there is no precedence to it there's no inference there's no reference to context somewhere somebody always gets inspired by somebody else and so to believe it if that if this movie has no inspiration is a fallacy in itself well inspiration and plagiarism inspiration and a cheap copy have a very big divide in between them inspiration could be from the basic theme idea sentiment emotion essence but a cheap copy is a cheap copy is a cheap copy finally a word to the audience so you know the stars the industry the producers the artists would say well we deliver what the audience enjoys so we keep delivering so my appeal to all those listeners who have who love films 
can you just update your taste and preferences a little bit and we are i'm not even asking us to start thinking that hollywood is the answer to quality hollywood has its own share of trash hollywood has its own share of b grade c grade movies and copies and inspirations ideas we don't need that there is enough of talent enough of brilliance within the industry enough of great writers which which uh, in fact i was listening to this interview uh, a few months back where the writers said that we never find producers who want to fund a very different story and then the directors or the producers said we never find writers who write original content because i have tons of script which i scripts which i discard on like a hourly basis if not on a daily basis and junk it in in the bin and so where is the mismatch they're all in the same town living across the street for all you care why don't the twain meet <laughs> i don't have these answers so but my humble request to you is if you are a cinephile if you if you love cinemas increase the vision of your appreciation that you know you try and understand that there is pre production work there is production and there is post production work while constructing a movie within that there are multiple disciplines there's a whole team working behind the scenes scene which contribute towards making something excellent be it cinematography be it sound design be it editing be it uh, costume design be it uh, art entertain the entire uh setup of the movie there are so many elements that could dent a movie and so somewhere start seeing the credits in the end who did what you know when we were growing up we had a few artists and i used to look forward to watching them like the directors were always known but who remembers the art directors the set directors the editors and in many cases all the other technical or technicians behind making a movie really brilliant and so if we start giving them that much more importance attention chances are the quality of movie making will also improve mass entertainers i am not at all suggesting that there isn't enough great content being generated out of, out of india especially in all the regional movie making centers there is some incredible original content being generated which is very which is great cinema as well and so for mainstream mass entertainers how long should we go on applauding a slow motion backflip and you know larger than life character which comes and destroys 10 cars and 50 thugs <laughs> don't you have a fatigue factor i mean i have that fatigue factor and all i'm saying is enjoyment and entertainment has to raise its bar that is our core existence and you might ask why raise the bar because that is the essence of life that we keep improving from what we were yesterday and so if we had raised the bar with a cinematic brilliance in one movie the previous time have we done something better this year increased authenticity increased a new i what my hope for the hindi film industry specifically is that it leads the way in some sense you know not that the other regional centers should be left behind or ignored or anything but i sense that the other regional centers are actively thinking about it they are trying to you know cut away from the pack and say look i want to do cinema which appeals to a very different sensibility and credit to them and kudos to them like malayalam cinema or tamil industry has been doing it for years 
as is kannada uh, industry and and uh, the telugu industry so but the if you see the mainstream across these uh, separate uh, industries is pretty much the same the action sequences the set pieces the slow mos the larger than life heroes the super dialogues and everything and while that is also defined as entertainment can we arrive at something newer can we try to do something original and it's not that one movie will change the taste and preference it's a catch 22 isn't it because on one hand you never know what works with the audience and what doesn't work with the audience but if you don't feed them enough then it never will become mainstream and standardized new form of entertainment so who's going to take the risk who's going to uh, you know bell the cat and say hey look at least the 10 movies that we produced two of them will be something absolutely that you guys have never seen before and then if they commercially do well over a period of time make that two into three movies or four movies and slowly change the taste and preferences because it is the same audience right i mean you think about it in the 70s there is a, specifically sticking to hindi film industry katipatin aradhana amar prem these were all socio uh, economic dramas and and social dramas which had a strong content some of the concepts were ahead of their times given that it was 1970 right think of all the rajesh khanna movies think of aradhana think of amar prem from a concept level standpoint as compared to indian movies being made at that time that's the compare i'm trying to do they were ahead from that standpoint if you think of mr yash chopra's trishul for example it was ahead of its time corporate espionage which is never really showcased in such sophistication before kala patthar for that matter very interesting storyline plot line but the point is you need two or three such directors out there to go out there and make their presence known that this is mainstream movies i can make it entertaining I, you will have your quote and quote paisa vasool aka return of investment and uh, and yet it will be a sensible movie in some sense it can be fantastical it could be balls to the wall kind of movie but it still has some plausible reality because the mark, the sensibilities and the exposure levels have changed owing to access to global media so when will the creators sit up and smell the cappuccino and realize people have a higher standard now people have understood that when you say vfx like for example now in india rrr has set up benchmark of set pieces action set designs in mainstream cinema prior to that it was bahubali so unless you beat that in some way or do something extra or something different it's unlikely that the average movie goer will get impressed by it and so it wasn't until very long ago where mr sharukh khan's mr salman khan's preceding movies prior to mr sharukh khan's this hiatus of 4 years were not doing well he tried everything right he tried playing the short man the tall man the bearded man the you know clean shaven man he tried everything different looks different storylines different presentations but it just didn't work because at the heart of it the basic quality of the movie itself did not deserve any cinematic applause arguable i agree because if you look at it from a creator's standpoint they will say that was my swan song and you're just dissing it off like that but <laughs> the point is the uh, cinematically speaking hand to heart on all the 5 7 or 10 disciplines which constitute making a movie how many of them can stand up and say this was like groundbreaking 
and the question uh, counter question is why do you want to make ground breaking movies we didn't intend to we don't want to either we just want to make a regular movie and so that's what worries me that not striving for excellence uh, which seems to be the case and i as an audience would want the uh, people that i'm so invested in, in the characters the actors the technicians the creators they raise the bar of excellence if they do then i'd spend my happy money with them whatever extra disposable income that i have i will put it in the movies that's how passionate the indian movie going audience is so if any of you hotshot directors creators people from the industry listening to this podcast by any stroke of imagination reach out to me i will do my best to instill the confidence in you if you didn't have any and if you had a lot of confidence probably try and embolden you to come up with some original stories original concepts and yet maintain the flavor of the masala entertainer and if you are in dearth of stories and scripts reach out to me i have a trilogy which i am writing happy to share that with you as well well so much for the pathan paradox i hope i was able to share the passion and the sentiment again for all usrk fans and if mr srk is listening to this i absolutely respect the artist that you are and there is no denying that the effort that you put in the hard work that you put in is absolutely very evident in every single frame of every single movie that you do yes even those that in the past you have sleepwalked through by your own admission <laughs> but one can understand right having to sustain this for over 25 30 years it's an incredibly difficult journey and one can only remotely imagine what you go through because none of us have insights into the difficulties and challenges that you go through while making such movies but then it's kind of a backhanded compliment if you will that you've raised the bar so much that one expects much higher standards it's the hazards of doing a good job right you are you have the charisma you have the x factor going for you and so why not make something which has never been done in indian cinema and yet is a mainstream pot boiler and yes yet is a cinematically well made movie on all cinematic um, components so that be my dream for not just you but all the mainstream actors which are there which uh, invest so much of time in making or giving us joy for so many years Okay on that note thank you thank you for being patient and listening to all of this you know where to reach me on my social media handles hashtag #ionisms on twitter facebook if you want to leave a voice note there's a link below go to my twitter handle basically go to my profile section there is a link tree link in that profile url once you click there you know all the places you can reach me to leave a message or if you have any query comments or suggestions happy to hear that and i know this is being heard globally in places that i'd never imagined would listen to this content so if you are one of those places finland so <laughs> great um, and as are other places i shouldn't just pick up one but uh, if you had any perceptions about indian cinema with my little limited knowledge i'll try and help as much as i can to more so from a giving you a reference to context standpoint that's all which is from information that is publicly available verifiable so if that appeals to you then do leave a message for me
So that's all the time I had for this episode of Ionisms. Let's hope that the next pot boiler is a blockbuster as well. And I look forward to Mr. Shah Rukh Khan's next movies. Uh, Jawan, I think it's the next in June or July. And then followed by Dunkey, which will, or Dunkey, uh, if I mispronounce it, apologies. My hope is for Dunkey because Mr. Irani has traditionally done very different movies his treatment of the movies are sweet <laughs> let's put it that way so there will be a lot of uh, elements of uh, you know fun comedy and yet there will be a social message somewhere which is and and srk kind of does has a great comic timing i, th- I thought he can come across uh, very nicely well that's okay i'm getting into another episode but i'm just wrapping up here look forward to some of those movies Hopefully, we'll see something that we have never seen before. On that note, stay well, stay safe, be kind to each other. This is your host, Ayan, and you were listening to Ayanisms. Peace out.